What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Sober Plug Podcast, where we get you disconnected from addiction and plugged into recovery. I'm your host, Connor Duffy. If you or a loved one needs help, you can contact me on my line. That is 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. So what I wanted to talk about today was, is sobriety worth it? What's in it for me? Should I really get sober? All these things that we we ask ourselves when we're at the end of our rope in addiction. And we know addiction isn't working for us anymore, but a lot of times we get this pity party and feel like, man, like what's the point? What's really in it for me? And, you know, I could pretty much end the podcast just by saying like, well, is addiction worth it? Like what's in it for you? continuing to use drugs and drink alcohol to your demise, to your destruction, when it's not helping your life in any way. And you're drowning your sorrows with an alcohol or a pill bottle, whatever the case may be for you. Is that lifestyle worth it? Are you really getting the fruits of life from that sort of lifestyle? And the answer is, of course not. You know, I could pretty much end the podcast right there. Of course, I won't. But The whole idea, guys, when you get sober, the whole point is to have the type of life that you want. You could literally, you guys, all we have to do is give up one thing and we can have everything, right? That's what, that's what recovery is offering. You give up one thing that is drugs and alcohol because it is such a negative vice for people like you and I that we throw away everything else. So all we have to do is, is give up that one vice And we can pursue any type of vision, any type of goals, any type of life that we want. If you put the tenacity into your recovery, the same type of tenacity into your addiction, you're going to have a really good fucking life. I could promise you that. So we can either give up one thing and have everything or we can have one thing and give up everything. That's, That's pretty much what we're looking at here. And... The problem that I see with a lot of clients that I work with, with a lot of people in recovery is they feel unfulfilled. This is where it gets tricky. People get sober, but don't put in the work. They they don't have faith in their dreams or they don't have really a vision that they're excited about chasing. And what they do is they get sober, but they sit in the room and they, and they stare at the four walls or, you know, they, they get sober, but they're not pursuing anything that is stimulating to the mind. And we need that as human beings, right? A lot of times we end up with addictions because we don't have a, a sense of purpose. We don't have a sense of fulfillment. And a lot of times that's what's going on with a lot of people. Sure. We are running from pain, There are certain fears in life. Maybe anxiety plays a part in your alcoholism, right? But the whole thing is like a lot of people that struggle with addiction do not have a sense of fulfillment. We do not have a sense of purpose. We don't feel like we're chasing after something that is important to us. And so that's really the whole point of recovery for me, at least like, listen, if you want to, if you want to just get sober and settle with a, with a boring nine to five job that you're not passionate about and, you know, struggle financially to get by and not have any decent hobbies. And you're just kind of there. If that's the type of life that you want, then be my guest. But I don't want that shit. 
I didn't get sober to like sit back and kind of just have a mundane life. And I, and you know what? And I did have that for a little bit. Like, I'll be honest before I was doing what I'm doing now with my coaching business and, and working in treatment, like before I was helping people get sober, I, I was doing that. I had a decent, and I say this in quotation marks, I had a good job, uh, a good career that everyone was telling me that I made it right. I was in the, I was working in construction. I was in the sheet metal union, um, in a really good union. I had great benefits, great pay. And, you know, everybody was telling me that I made it. And man, I got to a point where I was like three, four years in and I was like, dude, this can't be it. Like this cannot be it, man. Um, I was just settling across the board. I was not excited about my life. I was not in good physical health. I had other uh, vices that I was starting to over pursue, including a gambling addiction. Um, I wasn't really taking care of myself in recovery the way that I needed to. Now, granted, I was sober. The only and that was like the only thing I was doing right. My daily habits sucked. I wasn't taking care of my body. My mindset was not strong. I didn't feel like I was pursuing anything that was really worthwhile and enticing to me. I was just kind of getting by. And I fell into this mindset that, you know, I had a felony. I had a bunch of misdemeanors on my record, you know, with a couple of DUIs. And I just felt like, listen, you know, I'm sober now. And, and at that time I had a long-term girlfriend and figured, you know, we were going to just settle down and I have this union job and, and that was going to be it. And that was going to be my life for the next 30 years until I can retire and, and get by on my, on my pension. And dude, it got to the point where I finally woke up and I'm like, yo, I was so depressed with where I was at in sobriety, not even just sobriety, just in life, like fuck sobriety. It doesn't even have anything to do with recovery at that point. Like I was so depressed and so down and out on myself that I was a broken man. Like I was six years into my recovery. Well, now like four, four or five years into my recovery at this point. And I really was just hitting different rock bottoms in recovery. Again, not using drugs, but had other vices like my gambling that I mentioned. And uh, and I was at a rock bottom, man. And I just felt like something was going to break. I didn't even want to use drugs. And, and this is the weird part, too. I say I was at a rock bottom with gambling and, th- and in my personal life and emotional. But th- the truth is, is I truly didn't want to use drugs. Like I, I knew that that wasn't an answer for me. It wasn't enticing to me. And I knew how that was going to go. But like my spirit was broken. I spiritually just was not, I wasn't alive. I was dying inside for real. And I knew that something needed to fucking change, man. I needed to, something needed to give. And, um, so long story short, I, uh, I, I, I turned things around slowly but surely, and it needed to get worse before it got better. Um, at this point in my life, I was like thirty-five grand in gambling debt, which I had just lost my apartment 
uh, that I was living in. I lost the girl that I thought I was going to end up marrying, which, you know, the both of us knew that we wouldn't, we shouldn't have been together for that, for that long. And, but I'm very, very grateful for that relationship. I have nothing bad to say about her, but it, it just, we weren't, we weren't helping one another. We weren't growing together. So I, I lost that relationship, which was still really, really difficult on me. I was in a job and a career that I fucking hated. I hated going to work every single day. Every time my alarm clock went off, I despised being alive. <laughs> it, was, it was brutal. And I was back living in my grandmother's house. I was back living with my grandmother at 26 years old. This is where I was at five years into my recovery. So that is what I mean by hitting rock bottom in recovery. Not that I necessarily wanted to use drugs because I really didn't. And that's just the truth. But nothing else was going good for me. The only thing that was going positive was that I was still sober. And that was enough. That was enough because the fact that I was sober, I was able to turn these things around. Throw drugs in the mix, forget it. I just, I wouldn't be here. I would have taken me out. I would have been dead. So going from that place mentally, emotionally, spiritually, Physically, I was in terrible shape. Didn't feel comfortable in my body. I was overweight. Um, life wasn't looking good. And hitting that bottom was the best thing that could have ever happen to me because I, I just, I refused to believe that life was supposed to be that. And I fell into this trap where I was just settling every single area of my life. And it got to the point where I'm like, yo, I, I'm depressed. I hate life. Like this sucks. So from there, I really just had enough, man. Um, I started hitting the gym. That was the first thing I did. The first thing I started doing was hitting the gym. And that was one of the best vices for me, man. It, it really did. It changed my life. I still go every single day um, because I have to. It's just a part of my process. It's what we're supposed to do as human beings. We're given this life. We are given this gift, this fucking gift of life that we all have. We all have a gift. We all have an opportunity every single day. And the only way that we could take advantage of that is by taking care of our fucking body. That's the only – like if we're not taking care of our body, you don't love yourself. You are not respecting yourself. And that's just the truth. Like love ain't lies, guys. And I, and I love all of you. I love all the people that support my channel and my content. This is my truth. This is the truth. We must take care of our body. We must get into physical shape because sacrificing – the pain in the gym, on the treadmill, walking outside, the little bit of sacrifice that we need to put into the gym is what is going to make us feel good about ourselves authentically. We need to act out of self-love. Now, when we're overindulging in food, which can also be an addiction, matter of fact, it's the biggest addiction in this country today is food addiction, no doubt. When we don't take care of our body and we overindulge in food, we do not respect ourselves over the long over the long haul. I'm not saying you can't enjoy good food every once in a while. I love food more than more than anybody, but we must put in the work in our physical body. We're given one life, one body. We must take care of it. You know, call it the universe, call it God, whatever you want to call it. But we were given this opportunity to be here, so we must take care of ourselves. So physically, I got into the gym, and it changed my life. And I don't, I don't ever see that changing. <laughs> Certainly in the foreseeable future, I will never stop going to the gym. I, I honestly, I think 
when I'm 60, 70 years old, I will still be hitting the gym. No doubt about it. Um, so that was the first thing I did. I, I started implementing daily discipline, which over time I started to get more confident. I started to feel more, not just at peace with my body and myself, but in my mind, it, it impacts your mind so much that if you've been there before, you know what I'm talking about. But if you just haven't put in the work to, to work out, I'm telling you, try it, push yourself, go into the gym. And just, just, I'm not saying you got to fucking bench 225, 250. That's not what I'm telling you to do. But just push yourself. Exert a little energy. What happens is when we get into that state where we push ourselves, we forget our problems. You get into flow state. That is one of the main, that is one of the, one of the main ways that I tell people of achieving flow state is by is by exercise is by really pushing yourself to your limits. You cannot tell me when you are in the middle of, a, of an intense workout that you're feeling anxious or that you're worried about your fucking debt or that you're worried about the argument you got with your girlfriend or your husband or the problem that your kids are having right now. Like when you are in the middle of that workout, you are achieving flow state. Nothing else exists. It's just you and that fucking weight or you and, you know, running, running down the street, reaching that little peak. That is the mental vacation we get. Like seeking that pain will change your life. I'm telling you right now. And our body is made this way on purpose. We have dopamine, serotonin, endorphins, and a bunch of other feel-good chemicals that gets released when we exercise. They're the same fucking chemicals that get released when we use drugs. That's not an accident. We're supposed to work out, guys. We're supposed to take care of our body. So, boom. I, I started doing that. The second thing I started, another thing I started doing was, was reading books, which I started taking notes on. Really diving into books and changing my mindset changing my belief system, changing what I thought was possible for me to achieve. I had no idea what I wanted to. I had no idea what I wanted to achieve in this life. I just knew I could not, I could not for another second, continue the way that I was going, especially with my job. Like it was that bad guys. I didn't, I could not be in the union anymore. I wanted to be out so bad. It, it was like I needed air. That's how fucking bad I wanted it. I could not do it anymore. And if you find yourself listening to this, you find yourself that you're in a career, you're in a position that you are just like, it just drains your energy. You're not excited about. I'm telling you that there's more for you. You're supposed to feel that discomfort. And I'm going to be continuing to talk about this shit. I'm going to be pounding you in the head with it to, to the point where you know you're living a lie. You're not supposed to be living that way. If you're not excited about what you do for work, then it's not for you. This It's just a stepping stone. And that's okay. That's completely okay. It's okay to accept things as stepping stones and to be in a position where you don't want to be in the future. It's okay to be there now. It's not okay to accept it for the long term. So I'm going to keep beating you over the head with it until you get so uncomfortable with where you're at that you get to where I was, where you're like, yo, there's more for me. Because there is. I, I just, I know it. We're not supposed to just be rotting away in, in, in jobs that don't feed our soul. 
Now, I don't care. I don't care if you're a janitor or work at McDonald's. I don't care what you do. I don't care if you like if you're a CEO of a million dollar company. I don't really give a shit. If you get energy from what you do and you enjoy it, then that's then that's great. Then that's awesome. Like then cool. Like ride that wave until you know that that's what you want long term. And if you feel like it is, then that's great. But if it's not, then you got to start thinking about other possibilities. So what I started doing was I started hitting the books. I started reading. I started really paying attention, reading books on mindset and perspective and success and studying what successful people did with their time, with their energy, with, like what their mindset was. Like, what did the, what do these guys have that I don't, you know, I'm not a dumb person. I mean, I was never good. I was never great in school. That's for damn sure. Um, but there's so much more to life than just school success and, and, I think kind of school is bullshit to be quite honest with you. But um, I just knew that I could obtain these things. Like I'm not a dumb person. I got a lot of street smarts. I got a lot of hustle. Like what do I got to do to figure this out? And that's what I did. I started studying people that were successful. Success leaves clues. Study people that you admire to be like or you're, you're curious how they got there. There's so many books out there on, on self-help and, and personal development. I mean, guys, we're in the information age, whether it be a podcast, whether it be books, audio books, like there's just so many YouTube videos. There's just so much content out there that we can learn from people that are in a position that we want to be in. We, we got to do it. Like put in the work, change your belief system. A lot of times it's our belief system that's flawed. So, um, yeah. So, so reading and taking notes was a big one. Then what I started doing was meditation. I got into meditation, which really started clearing my mind, really started to separate, detach from what I thought my reality, like I attached myself, I put myself in a box, the way I looked at my life, I kind of bought into the, the American dream, just like every, I don't even want to say the American dream, the American way. Like you settle for the nine to five kids, wife, retire at 65, like, you know, and I just bought into this system, the matrix, if you want to call it. And it wasn't truly my thoughts. And so what I'm getting at here is meditation really helped me separate from my previous identity, like how I was identifying Connor and who I thought I was and how I thought I should act and certain belief systems that I adopted from even when I was a kid. And we all have these, every single one of us. The only reason we are the way we are is because of the belief systems that we grew up believing in and adopting, right? So meditation really, really helped me with that. And I meditate every single day, still to this day two times at minimum, sometimes three. And what I would look into if I were you was is, um, is TM, which is transcendental meditation. And that should change my life. And another another daily habit that I will probably never change for the rest of my life. It's it's that impactful. It's huge. Um, so what I'm getting at here is little by little, I really started removing myself 
from what I thought life was about and how I was living and leading my life. I wasn't even leading my life. I was following. I was following the belief systems of other people. But up to that point, I really started to detach with all these new daily habits, started eating right, started eating healthy. That's another big one, which goes hand in hand with exercises. My diet started to change. And man, all of a sudden, I just started thinking more clear. I started thinking differently. I started having some belief in myself. And this is all the things that I talk about with my coaching clients. And all of a sudden, like my, all of a sudden things started becoming like possible for me. I was like, dude, you know what? I, I can, I can impact people. Like what, what, if I could do anything in my life and let's say money wasn't an object and it wasn't a problem. If I could do it for free, what could I do? What would feed my soul? And I came up with helping people get sober. And I was just started thinking about that. Like, well, how can I do this? How can I really help people get sober and make a living? And I started going down the rabbit hole and started like doing some research. And, and to be honest with you, like, I didn't even really know how I was going to do it, but I'll never, I'll never forget this. I remember I started writing these things down. That's another thing. I started journaling uh, every single night. And I remember I was seeing a therapist at this time too. That was another thing I was doing. If I'm being honest, he really, he really didn't help me too much. <laughs> he really didn't help me too much. It felt like I was kind of like, felt like I was kind of teaching him on some shit. Like if I'm being honest and I'm not trying to sound egotistical, but like, <laughs> I would like, I was growing with mindset and belief system and all this shit. So I felt like I was kind of like teaching him some things. And I remember telling him, I'm like, you know what? I think, uh, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna do my own thing soon. He's like, well, what, what's that? Like, what are you gonna do? And I remember telling him that I was gonna be be a recovery coach, that I was gonna help people get sober. And he was like, he's like, okay. Um, and how are you gonna do that? Are you gonna Are you gonna go away to school? And I was like, no, I'm not interested in school. I don't think I need school. And then he was like, well. Okay, so uh, I mean, are you going to like, are you going to work at a treatment like work like as a counselor? And I'm like, no, I don't. I'm not going to do that either. I kind of want to do my own thing. I want to have my own business and like, you know, speak at schools and and have my own business as a recovery coach. He's like, oh, okay. And when when do you plan on doing that? And I was like, within the next within the next year. And he's like, you're going to have your own business within the next year as a coach coaching. And how, so how are you going to, but how are you going to actually do this? I said, well, I'm going to leave my job. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to make content on social media. And at the time I didn't even know TikTok was a thing. I didn't, TikTok wasn't even like, I never even heard of TikTok at this point. And so I said, YouTube. He's like, oh, okay. He's like, all right. So you're going to make videos on YouTube and that's how you're going to help people. And, and that's how you're going to become a coach. And that's how you're going to help people get sober. And I said, yeah. And he said, all right. And so you're going to leave the union to do that. And you're not going to go to school 
and you're just going to create content on social media? I said, yes, that's exactly what I'm going to do. And he looked at me like I had five fucking heads. He's like, so you're about to become a mechanic. And this is the thing too. I was still an apprentice in the union. And, um, and so he was like, so you're about to start making the most money you've ever made. And you've been an apprentice for almost four years at this point. Why would you leave the union for this? I'm like, because it's what I want to do. It's what I believe that I'm capable of doing. And he just basically like put his hands in the air. I was like, okay, like, well, let me know how that goes. And that's exactly what I did. Um, when I got laid off from work from the union, I knew it was time for me to make content. And this was my plan the whole time was to start making content, which really I should have been making content. If I was really smart, I would have been making content while I was working. You know, I should have done that. And I was scared to do it deep down because I had never made content before. So, uh, you know, subconsciously the fear was, was procrastinating for me. Granted, I was doing a lot of other things. I was building myself up. I was working on myself, going to the gym, working, um, still going to meetings, all this other stuff. But I should have been making content. And so I knew when I got laid off in the wintertime, because typically in the union, you get laid off. Um, in the wintertime, I knew that it was going to be my time. To, I had no excuse to make content. And that's when I did. I started making content. But when it came time to actually do it and make that first video, I was, I was scared shitless. Like I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what to do. And I got to the point where I didn't, I, I was like, damn, man, like I'm so uncomfortable doing this and I have so much fear. I don't even know if I could really do this. And, and I couldn't for like a few days. I remember I was like, damn, man, I can't do this shit. And the only way I was able to do that is by making it about other people. And that's what I mean by you got to find what burns a fire in your soul. That's what life is about. It's about finding something that is like defining your why, something that is so strong that you don't get to avoid fearful situations, but you get the courage because your emotions are so intertwined with your why and, and, and the type of impact you want to have or whatever type of career you want that it forces you to get uncomfortable because I knew basically I told myself that people would die if I didn't get my message out there. I knew that I could help people. I, I fucking knew that for a fact. And I made myself feel so selfish and so uh, like it was it what it couldn't be about me. You know what I mean? Because if it was. I would not have been able to make content. So I had to make it about others. And that's what I'm talking about by something needs to burn a fire in you where you just will not tolerate the place that you're in because you want to achieve something else so bad. And that's the truth. Like I, I could not stand my, my job and my quote unquote career anymore. And, and I needed to pursue something else that I was excited about. And that, and that was the start of my journey. And I never, and I never went back to work for the union ever since that was went where it started. So this is the point of recovery. This is the point of getting sober. And it took, I took the long route, right? I didn't get to this place until I was about six years in. Um, 
Yeah. When I was six years in and I hit an emotional rock bottom where life was so unfruitful and so like, I was just damaged from how I was living my life. And it, it does not need to get to that place. It does. Life is not supposed to be like that. We're supposed to be excited. We're supposed to get out of bed, throwing our feet on the floor and being excited for the day, being grateful for the day and getting after it. That's really what recovery is about. So if you're in a position where you're sober and you're unsatisfied, know that there's more. If you're in a position where you're still addicted to drugs, you're still in that loop where you feel like, is it even worth it? I'm telling you it's worth it. I'm fucking telling you I was, I was a bottomless pit junkie when I was using drugs. I was at the bottom of the barrel and I didn't want to live anymore. And I'm telling you, my life is very different now. So it is a hundred percent worth it. It's just that we got to put work in and we're so used to not putting work in. We're so used to hitting that easy route, hitting the easy button, taking that pill, taking that drink that we sacrifice our future for that instant gratification. However, it's not sustainable. Life is not meant to be lived that way. It never was. If it's, if it's easily accessible, it ain't worth it. And if it's worth it, it's not easily accessible. You feel me? We got to work for our shit in life. And the work instills the worth. It's not about like, you know, a lot of successful people say like, a lot of people say like the first million, the first million dollars is always the hardest to make, but it's not. It's not about making the the million dollars. It's about who you become in the process of making that million dollars. And that's why when you make after that, making money is really easy because you've been through the obstacles. You've been through the the turmoil. You've been through all the, the mountains that you need to climb to learn certain things that we must learn. Baptism by fire. And life is like that. We have to go through these hard times to become our best selves, to reach our potential, to expand our mind. That discomfort is your fucking test. And it all starts when you're going through detox, right? That uncomfortability. Holy shit, this is so painful. I can't feel, I can't go through this anymore. But you can. You can go through it. You got to keep going. And getting through that time, getting through those uncomfortable moments is what builds sustainable, not just recovery, but like a sustainable mindset. Getting through hard times makes the easy times so so simple. The good times, it makes the good times worth it. You can't have good without the bad. The only time, the only reason why we appreciate the sun is because we know what the rain is like. If it was sunny every single day, if it was 80 degrees and sunny, you really wouldn't appreciate it. It would just be normal. But it's the hard times, the times that make you grit your teeth and, and you just you find a way through. That's what makes the good times really special, really worth it. So you have to understand that there is a lot more to life than, than what you're experiencing now. Feelings are temporary. Emotions, feelings, all of this shit is temporary. Only if you make it, though. Only if you make it temporary and you keep moving forward. If you revert back to old 
coping mechanisms, old ways of living that aren't actually fruitful to your growth, to your personal development. If you keep going back to that way of living, you will never become the person that you're supposed to be ever. And that would be a tragedy. There's people listening to this right now. There's a lot more for you in this life. And you might not be able to see it and that's okay. But you have to have faith in the process. Have faith that I did it. I'm no different than you. I'm not any more skilled. I'm not any more talented. I'm, uh, you know, I came from the same place that that you're from. You were the same. So, you know, really just like I said, have faith in the process. And there's so much that we can achieve in this life when we just put in the effort, when we just put in the work, just a little bit of work every day. That's all. I'm not saying you got to run a marathon and you got to do all these crazy things, run around frantically. I'm just saying moving forward with a purpose, moving forward just 1% better every single day, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, just developing these habits that I go through, you know, that, that I've talked about in these podcasts. And if you feel like you need a coach, you feel like you need help getting there, then you know, I think you should really invest in a, in a recovery coach, whether it be someone like myself or somebody else that you highly respect or getting some type of support from people that are in a position that you need to be or that you want to be in. So if you are interested in coaching, then text my number, group coaching or coaching one-on-one, -on -one, whatever the case may be. Um, you could reach out. If you need help, not just with coaching, but if you need help getting sober, my number is 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. Um, if you could rate this podcast, if you're listening to it on Spotify and you could rate it, I'd really appreciate it so we can get the message out to other people. And uh, I love you guys. I will continue to be here. I ain't going anywhere. And um, don't lose faith in the process. There's so much to have in this life and, and it's truly infinite. You truly can have whatever it is that you want in this life. It's all about your vision, your creativity, but we need to get there by optimizing our life on a daily basis. There's no way around it. We got to put in the work. Sacrifice isn't an option. We either put in the sacrifice to get what we want or what we want becomes the sacrifice. Much love, guys.